upon further review. We think it'll be kind of an interesting beginning here to the Matt Rule podcast because it starts with a question about fans in the stands, tailgating, COVID, et cetera, and Coach Rule will get to it, but he chose to open up about Coach Ron Rivera, former Panther coach, recently diagnosed with a very treatable form of a squamous cell carcinoma in his neck. Thank you for the question. Um, and before I answer, can I just say one thing first, and then I'll say that I, I just wanted to make sure on behalf of me and the staff you know, we sent our well wishes to, to Coach Rivera. Um, you know, obviously with what he's battling and going through, the, the level of respect for him in this building is so high. I know Marty, I know Linda, who's, you know, was with my assistant was with him for years. You know, I know they've all reached out to him. I know I'm sure many of the players have as well. And it's, I know it's unique, um, you know, me being here, but, um, but it's the coaching profession and it's the coaching community. And, and, and we understand that, you know, we all kind of, take different jobs and different things, but I have the utmost respect for, for coach and he's been nothing but kind to me since I took this job. And as a young coach, I went and got the coach of the year award one year at the uh, Maxwell football club, the local, you know, college one, and he was getting the pro one. And he, uh, I asked him about, you know, how he became, you know, riverboat Ron and some of the, you know, his, his decision to start gambling on things. And he just took time to talk to me. I just can't say enough about him. So I wish him the best as he, as he wins this battle against cancer to your question. Um, you know, I, I obviously would love to have fans there. I'd love to have my family there. I'd love to have my friends there. I'd love to have the people of Charlotte and the Carolinas there. I think it makes it makes the game better, even if it's a small amount um, of people. But, you know, those decisions are beyond me. You know, we'll, we'll be ready to play if it's if it's not. You know, I know lots been made about me playing music. Well, I'm sitting there saying that maybe they're going to just play music in the stadium. I'm trying to get our guys ready for everything. But, you know, if it was up to me, obviously, I would love to. I would love to have fans there. I think our fans are, are great and they deserve to be there in person, but uh, obviously safety and um, health is the most important thing right now. Coach Rule kept the team up a little longer after Friday's practice to talk with them. I just talked to them and I, I talked to them after every practice. Um, you know, I, I just try to, I think one of my jobs is to be a mirror. No, <laughs> sorry, that's my alarm. Let's <laughs> make sure I'm on the phone with you guys. Um, you know, my job is to be a mirror and, and tell them what I see, the good, the bad, and, uh, uh, you know, go over situational football and all those things. So, um, you know, I'll, I try to talk to them a little bit before practice, a little bit after practice. Um, I try not to talk too much. Some days are longer than others, as you noted, you know, but um, but uh, you know, every day I'm just going to, you know, keep, keep, keep trying to give my vision of what, you know, the team is. And I think the biggest thing is when, when my way or the coach's way becomes our way, becomes the Carolina Panthers' way, we'll be a good team. You know, and so we're just trying to get everyone aligned in the same vision right now, and that's hard to do because we haven't had any time together, but the games are coming, and we've just got to make sure that everyone's moving in the same direction the same way. So how much does the presence of Christian McCaffrey and his work ethic help get Coach Rule's message across? Well, I mean, he yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a great point. McCaffrey – like he, he has a personal standard that's so high. And then the question is very simply, you know, why doesn't everyone practice that way? You know, why would he, why would he have that high of a standard? And we have other guys who play with those kind of standards. Like, you know, you watch Shaq Thompson run to the ball. Um, the other thing about McCaffrey is he's just very intentional about, he's always trying to get better at something. He's not one of those guys who's like, you know, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. He's trying to get better at something every day. He's trying to work at something and he's constantly asking questions to the coaches. Like, is this good enough? It's one of the biggest issues is, is, you know, for just in, in, in general in coaching is, you know, 
a lot of times you try to coach players and they don't want to be coached. And it's for whatever reason, a lack of confidence or they're, you know, they're trying so hard to show you what they can do, but McCaffrey wants to be coached. I mean, he, he's, he runs a route. He's asking Joe, he's asking Jake, he's asking Jeff, you know, was that too deep? Was that too short? Should I broke? He's, he wants to be perfect at everything. And, um, but he, you have a tremendous like symbiotic relationship with him because he's given you energy as a coach because he's constantly trying to be better and you constantly keep trying to pour into him. And, um, I think it's a great, like, if you're a young player on our team, you have no excuse not to know what a true professional is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and I said it not just about Christian, but there's several other guys like that. But when you look at, when you look at Christian, you, you, you know what the standard is, you know, his standards and you have to ask yourself, you know, why shouldn't I make that my standard? And, and if our whole team played that hard, we'd be really, really good. And so that's the direction we're all pushing ourselves right now. In a Joe Brady offense with a lot of weapons, the ball gets spread around. Will that be more difficult for McCaffrey to get his touches? You know, I'll, I'll, you know what? I don't know, but I'll say this, and I don't mean this in any disrespect. That that him getting a thousand, a thousand is not a focus of mine. Um, him, 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 him driving us to win games. You know, Christian's Christian's a winner. Like McCaffrey's a winner, and I know he wants to win. And so, um, obviously, our best chance of winning is him playing really well. But, but I, I, I'm not caught up in anything like that. And I, and I know he, he has pride. He wants to do special things. But I know the most important thing Christian wants to do is win. And so the best thing we can do is, is have a complete offense that spreads the ball around, that protects the football, and that runs the ball, you know, late in games to put games away. And I know he's going to be a big part of all of those things. He's, you know, he is – he's really the, the, the key to our entire offense. So um, – I think he'll. I think he'll do a lot of special things this year, and that'll probably result in big num big numbers and all that. But I know the biggest number for him is is winning because you know he he's hungry to do that. Uh, you know, uh, as we move forward. At Friday's practice, McCaffrey took some reps with the wide receivers. Coach Rule was asked, "Could McCaffrey just be a starting NFL wide receiver?" Yeah, Christian could do whatever he wanted to do. Um, he could play defense. I mean, he's. He's he, he. I think people know, think they know. I mean, he, he's beyond special of a talent. Um, but you know, we we uh, we're down a couple receivers, and and we've you know Reggie's gone over there one day. Mike Davis. We've just been trying to rotate the receivers over there because um, they have to do so much, you know, catching the ball in our offense. But uh, but yeah, I think Christian could he could go over there and be a fantastic receiver. But I also think he could go over and play safety and be one heck of a safety. He's just uh, he's a football guy. And he's driven to excel, you know, not just have good results, but I mean, just driven to like every day get better. And that makes him special. And then another McCaffrey question, any plan to try to limit the number of snaps that McCaffrey plays on average during each game? We're certainly not going to say, Hey, let's limit Christian. We're just going to go out there and use him, but also use DJ and Curtis and Seth and, and, you know, Ian and, and, and man hurts. We're going to, we're going to use all those guys. Um, and try to try to give people different looks and and and, and take advantage of the diversity of tra- talent we have, and if that results in him having a lot of t- plays and a lot of touches, great. And if it's a little bit lower, so be it. But at the end of the day, he's still you know the focal point of our offense, and so it's gonna it's gonna always be a high number. Um, you know, I just think the biggest thing is using him in the right ways at the right times to you know to maximize you know his production. Okay, last two things. Take a breath. Get ready for some deep coaching philosophy. Here's Coach Rule in response to the question about how planning an NFL practice is a little bit more challenging with fewer players than what he was accustomed to in college at Temple and Baylor. This would be this would be what my practices would always look like. 
you know, um, if we had 90 players, I could do a little bit more like two drills. Like you saw us do two spots today a couple times. I would prefer that because you get more reps, but, you know, there'd be more threes. Uh, but with only 14 offensive linemen, obviously people have to start to double up. So that the move to 80 players has hindered that a little bit. Um, not having OTAs has maybe uh, made it where we're doing a little bit more team and not quite as much seven on seven and things like that that I really like and believe in. Um, but, you know, I, I look at, I look at, you know, I, I've been around football coaches who have the same practice every day and there's a lot of merit to that. I've been around a lot of coaches who like can hand you a calendar and like, you know, like next December what you're doing, like they have a system and I respect that. But, you know, I, I always think about like, I take my son to, and my daughter to, to golf lessons and, you know, they, they go out there and they, they, they work on their, you know, seven iron until they kind of get it. And then they move on to the eight iron until, you know, whatever, the eight iron until they get it. And then maybe they go to a three wood and they're very methodical. But if, if, if my son's not hitting a seven iron, they don't just move ahead to the three wood, right? They, they, they continue to work on what's not working. And so for me, I try to look at, look at our team and say, what are we doing well? What do we need to fix? And then um, if it's, uh, you know, this, then I'm going to work more on that. So I, 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 I alter the practices. That's why every practice is a little bit different. I think our players need to learn to get over the anxiety of not knowing what's next and just reacting. I think you know, they have to get comfortable um, in those situations. But most importantly, you know, if we, if we haven't done a lot of two-minute, we haven't excelled in the two-minute, then today we started with two-minute situations. And our offense wasn't very good in third and four to six the last couple of days. So we did third and four to six, you know, down in the red zone. So I'm always going to look at it like a golf teacher, you know, um, uh, work on what needs worked on. Uh, once you get good at that, move on to the next thing and always keep evaluating and adjusting uh, to help, you know, help the team and help the players play their best football. And I think that's what good coaches do. They look at their players and they say, um, hey, this player is going to play better while he's playing for me. And you don't do that by just going through like a script that, you know, Vince Lombardi did. You do that by, you know, looking at that player and saying, hey, what can he do well? What can I improve? How can I help him? And I think when you have that mindset, it's a little bit more difficult. It's a little bit, you know, it's a little more time put into it, but you you get a lot more results. And so um, I'm going to continue to react to the team and what they need and look at them and say, okay, we need to get better at this. Um, I have great coaches who give good feedback and I think our players are starting to kind of get used to and, and a little bit more bought into you know, starting practice out with team reps and, and kind of moving quickly from drill to drill. And um, as I said to them, you don't always have to like it, but you, you, you could, so, but you know, you need to do it that way. And so I like the way we practice. It's the best thing I'll say about our team. I like the way we practice. And um, so that's kind of the philosophy. That's kind of the reasons why it looks the way it looks. And then as a follow-up, how can he apply and how does he try to apply that same philosophy to individual drills in the NFL? That's a, it's a, that's a fantastic question. So if you, if you ever hear us yelling out the periods, you know, we'll, we'll yell out indie and then we yell out technique. And I, so I, most people just have individual drills, but I've tried to break it down where indie are those sort of everyday, like, Hey, in my position, we all need to do this. We all need to master these kind of footwork drills, body mechanic drills. So we do that. And then technique is, Hey, here's the techniques that we're struggling with. And I think it's a balancing act. You know, you can't, you can't do it for everyone, but you have to look and say, what, what are we not getting? And then you have to work at that position. The other thing that I ask our players to do is I ask our players just to say, just pick one thing a day that you're going to improve upon and then go in afterwards and evaluate yourself. Don't just forget about it. Say, did I get better at it? You know, and leave every practice and saying, what did I do well? What did I get better at? 
what do I need to get better at? And if you have that approach, once they get 1% better daily, it's not like a slogan, it's a way of life. Like you're just finding one thing. So if the player takes ownership and they each have one or two things that they're deliberately practicing, and then the coach takes ownership and he's saying, hey, overall, what does this group need? Um, if they'll communicate, they'll say to the player, like the player says, what do I need to get better at? And says, you need to work on this. Then you go out to practice with much more purpose. You're not just going through the motions. You're not, you know, you're not just checking a box. Like you're going out there to improve something. And again, that goes back to my golf analogy, which I really, really believe in, right? Like if I, if I can't putt, then I'm going to show up to the course and I'm not going to hit my driver. I'm going to go putt. And that's what we're trying to do with football. All right. Panther head coach, Matt Rule on Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to it. I'm Mick Mixon reporting on the Carolina Panthers podcast. Network. <laughs>